We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Oh, if life were made of moments. You took a breath like you were going to sing with me. I didn't know. Even now and then a bad one. It's like Sarah Barrialis is right here singing this. So there's a new Broadway cast? It's going to be in the comings and blowings. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Don't worry. All right. Because it's my lifeblood, my soul, (laughs) my vagina. It's all of the things this week. This is a podcast we call Hot Drinks. With an A, not with an I. Yeah. So if you've been spelling it wrong, you probably have not found us and you've been listening to the wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. podcast. So welcome. Welcome. Wouldn't it be funny if there was a podcast called Hot Drinks and it was just about like... And it was by Mary Jo Coco. And and it was about like Coco. my mother. Oh, that'd be so great. (laughs) It was about like a hot toddy, but not like an alcoholic hot toddy, like a a hot toddy. I don't know. Anyway, I'm thinking trying to get I don't know what it would... uh, Apple cider. Hot apple cider. Hot apple cider. <clears throat> um, my name is Brother Jack Coffee. Yes. Which was the name given me, given to me by the Whisper app when I first started having gay communique, when I first came out of the closet <laughs> yeah. on the Whisper app. Yeah. It was auto-generated. That's where that name oh, came from. Oh, like an AI thing? I don't know. It was just like I needed a username and the Whisper app. <clears throat> Do you remember Post Secret? Yeah. So the Whisper app was kind of the app version of Post Secret. So people could post their whispers or their secrets. Oh, yeah, I know. And then you could comment on them or whatever. And that was the first place where I sort of spread my gay wings. <laughs> because there was nothing to identify you, right. you know, as who you were. There was no profile. like, And so you just had to have a username. And it just, like, auto-generated the username Jack Coffee. I- and I would just get on Whisper and I would just exchange nudes with married men who were in closeted relationships like you do like you do i downloaded the whisper app once and put on there i'm having an affair with a married man and we're both good people and everyone was like you're both bad people oh see i would get on whisper and i'd be like oh i've got to get in the shower and wash off after this hard day at work (laughs) oh my god like try to be horny so that people could be like Oh, the shower. The shower eh? huh? Anyway, that app was fucked. Yeah, I deleted it. As you should. The same day that I downloaded it. Anyway. Nobody was supportive of my affair. <laughs> with the <a> married man. <laughs> it was also my boss. <laughs> Wait, which affair was this? Um Was this one I was this when we was were in friends? California. Oh, okay. So this was pre me. Pre me. So yeah. Pre me as a human pre, being. Yeah, it was when you when I was a pre me. Anyway. When I weighed three pounds. And had oxygen tubes. And now, and now look at you, a middle old lady with hot flashes. <laughs> I was having a hot flash tonight. Right. And you were like, go outside, go on the porch. It's 60 degrees. <laughs> get on the patio. And then you were opening the oven and you were like, I'm opening the oven. Don't come, don't come near her. Don't get, get out of this room. <laughs> okay. I'm Sister Latter-day Twain. Right. Um, and that name was generated by. You. Myself. Right. A Twaint. Is like a taint, right? But like a twittent, but like a. <laughs> it's like, ain't, saint, taint, taint. Latter Day Twaint. It's really brilliant. And uh, wait, there's one more that rhymes with that. Uh, can't I don't know. <laughs> can't. <laughs> when in when I grew up in Louisiana. Okay. All of our aunts were ants, so ain't Pat. Ain't Pat. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. 
don't they weren't know. like auntie. No, no, that's more East Coast, right? Yeah, I okay. think so. It was Ain't know. Pat. It was Ain't Bobby Lou. Listen, here's the thing. Ain't BB. <laughs> we just came up with those names, <laughs> and those are fucking great names. They really are. Because like, it, like Jack Coffee, brilliant. <clears throat> yeah, it's coffee. It's Jack Off. It's it's and then like Latter Day Twain. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's just they're brilliant names. <laughs> We had no idea. We just sat in the Sugar House Coffee parking lot, planning out this pod. We came up with those names, and here we are. Okay, so. Happy conference weekend to those who celebrate. Oh, my God. And I didn't even realize it was today until halfway through the day, which is great. Which is good. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. That's a good sign. Uh, My, uh, our friend of the pod, Becky with a CK, was in a public restroom somewhere and they were playing conference <gasps> over the loud well, like over the PA because she system. lives in Provo because she lives in Utah County For yeah fuck's sake. yeah I also saw someone tweet today that they could hear their upstairs <clears throat> neighbors listening to conference God it's like that is some triggering oh, shit Jesus oh I, I thought you were gonna say they could hear their upstairs neighbors having sex no I wish like that's so much better oh no no <laughs> so I hope I hope if you could overhear conference. That you had did some dirty sex deeds. I to hope drown that it out. if you could hide to collab, that you would do dirty sex deeds on, in on collab. On collab. Well, that's yeah. what they promise, right? You're gonna they did, make actually, tons of babies. They did actually promise that. Here's something I was thinking about. Can we get into some deep Mormon theology? We've never done that. So okay, so when you're Mormon, your so when you're Mormon, your belief is that God used to be a person. Right. But like on a different planet probably. Right. And that then he married <clears throat> Heavenly Mother, his spiritual wife. Yeah. Who maybe became Satan, but that's a whole other topic for a whole other pod. And then they they gave spiritual birth to all of us as spirit children. Yeah. Are they still spiritually fucking? Yeah, right? Right? Or like was it like they had they were like once we have one point or like, I don't even know the numbers. Once we have ten point five billion spirit children, however many <laughs> exist on earth at all times right then they were like done and now they're just running a planet or like like how does that timeline work is there a time where you're just fucking and just making like just (laughs) pounding out spirit baby after spirit baby and then and then once you have enough you go into like sim planet and you like start running a pretend planet a real planet (laughs) with people on it or are they still having spirit babies right like, it really doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense It at doesn't all. make any sense. Because you would think, because the promise of Mormonism <clears throat> is that, like, in the afterlife, like, you'll still be married and you'll still have families and you'll have your children and you'll have more children. But, like, does that stop at a certain point? Anyway, I don't know. It's pretty stupid. Just like... Hot thought, take. Mormonism doesn't make sense. Just like the thought of God Almighty somehow impregnating a 13-year-old to give birth to his son, Jesus Christ. Right, right. <coughs> and then making a rule that you have to wait till you're married <coughs> before you have a baby. <coughs> right. But he can have sex with an underage girl that right. is also his daughter to have a baby. Right. Like Joseph Smith. Because Re- wasn't Fanny Alger like her, they're adopted? Religion is the opiate of the masses. <laughs> I just came up with that. I just made that. Doesn't that make sense though? It's like a religion is like an opiate. <coughs> yeah. That like it's like a mass delusion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to patent. I'm going to. Patent that? I'm going to trademark that. Religion okay. of the opiate is the opiate of the masses. And what are you going to do with that? No them? one's ever said that before. I'm going to put it on like mugs and stuff. Oh. Mouse pads. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so we love we have a little segment segment called Comings and Blowings. It's about all the things that are coming and blowing in our lives. Yeah. One might be good, one might be bad. It's never very clear. No, no. Maybe the comings are better, but also the blowings are kind of fun. Sometimes you just want a blowing. Mm-hmm. You're less worried about the coming. Right? I love blowing. Right? Me too. So much. I don't need anything. Yeah. I'll just go over and just like I can make myself come. Sloppy toppy that. Yeah. D. <laughs> For the month of October. <laughs> okay. So coming and blowing. Okay, so go. Mine is twofold. I just okay. have one, but it's twofold. Okay, great. Um, so my son, Jack, who right. is my transgender son. Right. I'm sure he loves that you always introduce him that way. <laughs> yeah. Let's, can you text him and ask him? It's part of the coming. It's part of the news. Um, no, I'm not going to text him. He won't text me back. Right. Um, so, uh, my son, Jack, who's a senior at a performing arts high school this year. Right. Everyone. My youngest is a senior in high right. school. Right. Right. Hot flashes. Crazy. Menopause. Crazy. Oh, yes. Get out on the floor. I know. Don't come Get- near the oven. <laughs> it's all related. It's all the same. It's all of the same accord. Okay. And he is an actor. And right. um, as you know, because you participated in this in your I high did. school days. God damn it, I did. There was the high school Shakespeare competition in yes. Cedar City, which yes. is the home of the Utah Shakespeare Festival. And if you are a teen thespian, mm-hmm. this is your, I don't even know how to describe it. This is your it, nirvana. Qu- it is your. Quinceanera. It's your quinceanera. It's your <laughs> Super Bowl. It is like the most fucking important thing yes. you've ever yes like there are memories from the Shakespeare competition seared into my brain specific details go ahead <laughs> oh okay so um I'll I, share more later I lived in a state that was not adjacent to Utah because there are adjacent states now that participate did you know that no Nevada California others um and- that drive all the way to Utah for Utah Shakes <clears throat> yeah for that fucking competition. Yeah. Like my, like my heart rate is rising. Because I'm like ready to do <laughs> some like Troilus and Cressida. <laughs> and like shut down those fuckers from East High. Okay. Um, and by the way, they're two capacity. It's like if it gets any bigger, they're kind of screwed. Okay. Like, uh, okay. like I found this out. Okay, but anyway. Um, <clears throat> so I never participated, but I've judged many a year. Um, did because it- you're judgy. I, I love judging You're people. a judgy bitch. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> good at it. But this year I didn't judge. And also Jack competed. And Jack, my transgender son, uh-huh. was Macbeth in the ensemble scene of Macbeth right. for his school. What, which scene? Uh, the one where they show all of the witches show him all of Banquo's descendants. Okay, okay great. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. And he's like, what the fuck? Kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and in his manly <clears throat> little voice. Yes. And it's just so, uh, as a mother of a transgender child who's been suicidal, who's right, right, right. self-harmed many, <clears throat> many right. a year. In a world where transgender children are not just safe not in affirmed. many ways. Yeah, yeah. This is so heartwarming to see how affirming it is that he was cast as Macbeth. Right. And in the spring, Like he, a dude. Like yeah, a fucking dude. Right? Macbeth yeah. is like the man. Yeah. Um, and then in the spring, he was fucking Gomez in Adam's family right. at his performing arts high school, which is such a Again, masculine. A yeah. Yes. Like balls knocking on the knees. Uh, right. Yeah. Yes. And, and like that is who Jack 
believes himself to be. Mm-hmm. And so for other people to see that and put him in those roles. Re- yep, yep. And it's so, that. so yeah. lovely. So I'll go ahead and say, I found out tonight. Um, so I saw them compete yesterday. They had more rounds today. But I came home last night because I have to work. But I found out tonight that their ensemble scene won first place. It's amazing. Fucking incredible. Take that East High. Now, East High. <laughs> now listen. Wildcats. Another part. This is the the second fold of the coming yeah, twofold of the labia. Um. Yes. Um. As they say, this is the, the second fold of the labia. This is the inner labia. As yeah, as um, they say, <clears throat> saying. I had to spend a good chunk of time in Cedar City with nothing to do. Right. So we had a round it. Which is where Utah Shakespeare, the Utah Shakespeare Festival right. takes place. Right. And where this competition takes place. Right. At Southern Utah University. And so <clears throat> my gay ex-husband Gary, we moved there in 2004. I was pregnant with Jack. Jack right. was born in Cedar City. Right. Um, we already had the other three, obviously. And... Um, we were still in Cedar City in 2010, the year we divorced. And then I was there for another two years. And so there's so many ugly, ugly memories and energies that still live there that just eat away at my insides. Um, and Jack's first round yesterday was at noon, and then the next round was at 5.30. And in between that time, I was just, like, lost, wading through ilk. Heavy emotion. Ilk. I could have taken out a butter knife and swiped it through the air and spread it on a piece of bread. You know, it was that thick and tangible. Um, But less delicious. And way less delicious. Um and uh, the point of me telling you this is, uh, it was hard. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's, <clears throat> I have thought about like this kind of idea because I'll have friends that go to a Mormon church for a friend's baby blessing oh. or, you know, whatever. And I think this is kind of that similar feeling. It's like. I think so. I Like I will go, the, the. The next and last time that I will set foot in a Mormon church is when my mom dies. Okay. Like, when and if, I mean, not when and if, because she will at some point. But, yeah. you know, my mom's not, not sick or anything. She's not dying. But, you know, she's elderly. When she passes, I will, she will, I'm sure, have a Mormon church in a Mormon chapel, and I will go, because mm-hmm. I love my mother. Sure. That will be the last and only time I will set foot in a Mormon right. chapel again. You won't. Until no. then, no and you won't blessing. after then. No one's missionary that farewell. Kids, kids like, baptism. no, I don't care. No. I don't care. Yeah. But it's that same kind of idea of like returning to the scene of the trauma. Yeah. And of, yeah. Exactly. It's dark. And that's what I was saying to you tonight. Like I was there in that energy where really, really, really terrible things happened. Right. Um, And you've been there many times. Yeah. But I think this was like, you had a lot of like sitting around time. Yes. It wasn't like I was running through or I'm having lunch with friends or I'm going to go see this person that I used to know at the school. Right. It's like, okay, now I have five hours yeah. to just, just kill. Just be in this town. Woo. Which is full of ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Of many kinds. There's Full of gay Mormon ghosts. There, yeah. <laughs> Fred Adams being one of them. <laughs> so... <laughs> gayest Mormon ghost of them all. Of them all. Okay, that's pretty much it, my coming and blowing, but it was so worth it to see Jack perform. I love it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I have two quick comings and blowings. The first one is a little slup date. Slut, slut date. Slup. Slut. A slut update. A slup, slup date. Slup, slup, slup. 
a Slu- uh, slut date. Slut date. Slip, it's a slept uh, date. Forget it. I, date. So I've I talked on a previous pod about that I'm <clears throat> entering a slut era. Yeah. And and I would like to point out that I <laughs> planned on entering a slut era before that became like an internet meme where where people yeah. are like like you, what's the one you sent me? Flut era, I say as, as I put in my retainer, retainer or something. Yeah. Flut era. <laughs> So my slut era predates that. It, it, you you want you had slut era before it was cool. I did. Yeah. But I want to give a little update because I know you're all invested in this. Um, I'm on the apps. Mm-hmm. I'm talking with some people. I'm exchanging nude photos. This is great. Listen, and I just want to say, like, being gay is wild because, like, I would send literally anyone my nude photos if they ask for them right like a- anyone like without hesitation slut era or no. like photos of my erection yeah. like I, if someone was like can i see your dick i'd be like yeah here it is <laughs> like not just not even <laughs> not even think twice yeah. about it uh-huh. so <clears throat> i have done some <clears throat> sexy snapping with someone on the snapchat oh so you know we've got, so a little you. slutting but here's here's what i'm finding is difficult Okay. My big hang-up about being a slut for a long time was that um, I was scared. I was scared of rejection, of, like, you know, not not performing, not measuring up, not being hot enough, all of that stuff. I've really done some work to kind of work through that, and I think I'm not as scared as I once was. Although I'm sure that's still a <clears throat> Sure. <clears throat> the, the real beef now... The real tricky part now, it's really easy, like, the weeks that I have my kids where it would be difficult to leave the house to get online and flirt and chat with guys. And then when they're like, oh, come over, I'm like, oh, I can't. I've got my kids here. Like, maybe next week. Yeah. The real tricky part is now that it's next week, (laughs) right now. Right now. Someone's like, come over. There's a little fear there, I'm sure. But there's also a lot of wood going to this place and having this person like suck my dick until I come feel better than sitting in my underwear and playing Batman Arkham City on the PlayStation 5. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Or like like is that <laughs> does like like is it good enough? Uh-huh. Is that because I can jerk off later by myself Absolutely. when I'm in bed, you know? Absolutely. So, like, is getting in my car and driving to someone's house... Fuck. Is that, like, hot enough yeah. or worth it enough? Yeah. Or should I just stay here and watch Bad Sisters on Apple TV exactly. with Sharon Warren? You exactly. know? Exactly. It's, ha- it's just hard to know. Yeah. And it's, and it's easy. And I think it's easy because it's comfortable. It's more easy to be like, I, did, I mean, I'm just fine here. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't want to come over. I know. Anyway. So really, like, we, we discussed this, like, what what potential hookups are competing with... Right. Is, is the me, magic... The comfort and the magic. Of, of, of yeah. we're in our own space. Right. We don't have to answer to anyone. Right. We don't have to worry about if someone's being, you know, feels okay, yeah. whatever, blah, blah, blah. They're competing with this, like, magical singledom. Yeah. It's Like, what so... if I invite someone over... And then they don't they don't leave. Yeah. Like, what if they stay for like four hours? Yeah. What if you just want to two pump and dump? I want I like I want to come in the door. Give me forty five minutes. Yeah. We'll make out. We'll eat some things and put some things in things. <laughs> and then I want you to go. And then yeah, because you got to get back to the magic. I got to get back to the magic. <laughs> 
which is watching RuPaul's Celebrity Secret Drag Race on, or watching The Good Fight with Audra McDonald. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a slup date. Is that slup date? I'm still. I'm still. I'm still there. I'm still mentally right. trying to be a slut. Right. And I and I had a I had a little weird panic a couple last night or a couple nights ago where I got into a bunch of old feelings about like oh I'm not hot enough no one will ever love me and I kind of just like let myself marinate it in for a night and then I woke up the next morning and I was like okay we're done with that put that away like wow so I'm working so I'm still working through those things but it's like I. Um, but now the real thing I'm working through is like, but do I really want to leave the house? Yeah. Anyway. Because here's the thing. I think that where we're at. Right. Is if we're going to get fucked. Uh Uh-huh. Or if we're going to fuck. Right. Fuck or get fucked. Right. It's got to be something quality. Yeah. There's got to be something exciting about it. Right. There's got to be something that compels us. Right. To momentarily leave our magic alone time. Right. And be like, this would be fun for a little bit. Right. It really would. Right. This, like it's, this, yeah. This stands the test. Like this, 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 uh, this, uh, uh, what's the, it, it, uh. Saturates. <laughs> no. Metastasizes. It, it, it. Surpasses. Sta- maybe, maybe not surpass, but at least like holds Ovulates. up. Next to. No, you know, it's it's equal to. Okay. Oh my God! Forget it. <laughs> right. So yeah. So We're that's the thing. We're not giving anything up. No, like I don't want to leave that's the, the house feeling. for like the person that I'm moderately attracted right, to. Right. Right. Just because you I want know... something in your hole. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've so got anyway, cucumbers. it's <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> I will. It's complicated. Okay. Uh, Slup date number two. Quick number two. Yeah. 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 Coming and blowing. <laughs> So last year, I think it was last year, in New York, there was a performance in the New York City Center <clears throat> of Into the Woods. It was, <laughs> you're just sitting, you're just, okay. <laughs> it was, I believe originally kind of performed as like a concert piece. So it was like, it wasn't really acted oh, out, it was it just people staged. singing. No. Okay. But then it, but then it was a kind of a really big hit and then it, and then now it has moved to Broadway and it is staged. Oh, with the same cast? Uh, most of the same cast. Not everyone carried okay. over. But it is a star-studded cast. <laughs> like Sarah Bareilles as the baker's wife. Yeah. Philippa Sue as Cinderella. Uh, what's his name? Darcy as the baker. Anyway, this woman named... Oh, God, I can't remember her name. The woman who does The Witch is so fantastic and I can't think of her name. Anyway, so they... Yesterday, I believe, the the cast recording album of that came out. Yeah. And number one, never have I felt more whole as a person. Number two, never has an album called me faggot straight to my face the way this one did. There is no straight man in America or Australia who, who gets choked up when Sarah Bareilles says... Just calm the child. Like, no straight man. Like, when that moment happens and she says, just calm the child, and I feel all of the emotions, it's like the album is looking at me and saying, you dumb faggot. <laughs> and you nodding and going, and yes, me, And me yes. being like, yes, I and am. And wiping your tears. Wiping my tears away. With I mean, it. Tool. It's just on constant repeat. 
I, I like go on my break at work in my headphones. I get in my Aww. car, it's in my headphones. I come home, it's on repeat. Love it. It's so good. Oh. Sarah Barrialis is the baker's wife is a vision. Yeah. A vision. It's a revelation. A revelation. And I'm going to try to look up. Oh, shit. I feel like if I start looking up things in my Apple Music, I'm going to accidentally start playing something. Uh, the woman <laughs> who plays the... Witch. The witch, whose name is Patina Miller. Patina. Good God in heaven. Yeah. She's fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Anyway. Um, so that's right. my other blowing. I want to say. Okay. If there was a straight man. Uh-huh. Who was very straight. Yes. Who did tear up at that moment. Uh-huh. I'd polish his knob. I hands, hands down. I would duct tape him <laughs> to my bed. Just calm the child. And suck his dick till it fell off. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, me too. Yeah. Me too. If he wanted me to, respectfully. Well, I mean, I'd ask. Right. Of course, I wouldn't ask consent. about the duct tape, but no. the rest, yeah. Anyway, I feel like I had something else to say, but it's already been 24 minutes. I know. But I feel like this top ten is going to take, this top five is going to take seven minutes. It's going to be quick. Should I introduce, like, where this comes from, or should we yeah. just take a break, and then I'll introduce Go it? Go ahead and introduce it. Okay, so it is, it is the LDS General Conference, as you know, when a bunch of creepy old men tell you uh, how to live your lives. And they throw in maybe two women. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, Dieter Uchtdorf, every Mormon woman's wet dream, mm. um revealed today that there is a new For the Strength of Youth pamphlet. Now, when we were children or teens in like the... When did For Strength of Youth come out? It was like late 80s, early 90s, um, right? Yeah, I mean, early I think 90s. I was in the youth program. Yeah, I feel like I was too. So, so we, re- we received a very... No, early 90s. A very <clears throat> specific pamphlet outlining the things you could and could not do as uh, a young person. Yeah, by subject. But yeah, by subject. One and of them being masturbation. Right. Yeah. But just like super specific about like media. number of Pearsons and media and, yeah. you know, anyway. Necking and petting. Music. Yeah. Blah. Anyway, there's a new version. Okay. And so some progmos, the worst humans on earth, have <laughs> glommed on. To a little moment. So oh I'm going to read to you from the previous For the Strength of Youth pamphlet under Dress and Appearance. So this is the one that came out when we were youth in like 92 or whatever, 91. Sounds right. This is under Dress and Appearance. Immodest clothing is any clothing that is tight, sheer, or revealing in any other manner. Young women should avoid short shorts and short skirts shirts that do not cover the stomach and clothing does not cover the shoulders or is low cut in the front and the back young men should also maintain modesty in their appearance that's it (laughs) that's it young men um young men and young women should be neat and clean and avoid being extreme or inappropriately casual in clothing hairstyle and behavior they should choose appropriately modest apparel when participating in sports the fashions of the world will change but the lord standards will not change which is funny because we're about to read where the lord standards have changed just a mere 20 years later And then it also said, do not disfigure yourself with tattoos or body piercings. Young women, if you desire to have your ears pierced, wear only one pair of earrings. Mm -hmm. And I remember when that came out, like there were many young women who removed other, who had multiple piercings, who removed the other piercings. Without question. Anyway. Without batting an eye. This is the new for the strength of youth. To their credit, much better. 
the new one is better. They've yeah. they've grown a little. It says, what is the Lord's standard on dress, grooming, tattoos, and piercings? Here's all it says. Uh-huh. The Lord's standard is for you to honor the sacredness of your body, even when that means being different from the world. Let the truth and the spirit be your guide as you make decisions, especially decisions that have lasting effects on your body. Be wise and faithful and seek counsel from your parents and leaders. That's all it says. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, yeah. feel free to be trans is what I read out of that. <laughs> yeah. If that's what is your truth and the spirit tells you to do. But so anyway, the progmos, the worst people on earth, are like, oh, Mormons can have tattoos now. Right. Like because they have specifically removed the prohibition against tattoos. Right, they've made it vague enough that right. blah, blah, blah. Which is what the Mormonism, which is a which is a key tenet of Mormonism. Yes. They don't like to back up. They don't want, they don't like to apologize or correct themselves or say this doctrine was probably too harsh in the past. They just make it vague enough and open to interpretation. Yeah. And what that allows for, which I appreciate, is that it allows for there to be tears within Mormonism it's like when it's like the Mormons that didn't watch TV on Sunday. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like there was never like a specific prohibition <clears throat> against that. Right. But it was like we're a little bit better than you because we don't even watch TV yes. on Sunday. So this allows for like a oh, you guys have tattoos? I mean, I know that they're like not specifically prohibited, but right. we don't we don't have right. tattoos. Right. It's the Mormons who didn't drink Coke. Right. You know? Yeah. Like we know coffee is against the rules, but like we also don't drink Coke just to be safe. So yeah. It does that, and it also allows them allows Mormonism to never take accountability for ever teaching right. anything that they now no longer teach. And anyway, in ten years, in ten years, they're going to say that they never said you couldn't have tattoos. Right. They never said you couldn't have tattoos. <clears throat> right, because they don't know the internet exists. So <laughs> today's top five is the top five tattoos we think Mormons should get. Right. Or, or will get. Or will get. Right. So now that Mormons can get tattoos, you know they're going out and they're getting. I saw one on Twitter. I hope this wasn't one of yours. But I saw one on Twitter where it says, it'll be the heartbeat line, but in the shape of a temple. And I thought, that's real. Uh, that's brilliant. So anyway, when we come back, the top five uh, okay. ta- tattoos that Mormons will and should get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be mad that this is an ad. Yo, 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 yo. So when we sat down to record this and you said, I have something to start. Yeah. That's what you had. This was it. That was it. Okay. You're welcome, baby. So uh, here's the thing about this podcast. It is not free to make. It costs a lot of money. Right. And you know what? This sound quality you hear, it's not free. Me re- <sighs> me clean, reorganizing my coffee table while we record, not free. It's not free. It costs money. For us to sit here and enjoy a be- an adult beverage I have to buy those adult beverages. So we can record. Right. Yeah. So... But it will always be free to you, this podcast. Yes. Unless it's not because you sign up for our Patreon. And there, and there we go. Then and there, that was a great segue. Right? So it's yeah. free. It's always going to be yo, free to you. We're never going to charge this podcast yo, 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 yo. unless you want to pay for it. Right. And if you do, you go to patreon.com slash hot drinks and you get lots of extras. You pay $3, you get something. You pay $5, you get two things. You pay, what is it, 10 $10. Ten, you, get you get three things. things. Twenty-five dollars, four things, fifty dollars, six things. You get secret things. Secret things, but not a handy J. Okay, so that's the end of the ad because it's already kind of long. Yep. Okay. Bye. Okay. Here's what I want to say to the problems. Oh, we're recording. Yeah, it's a surprise every time. Okay. I so conference weekend is always interesting on the social medias. Um, 
so when I was a Mormon, let me just let me just give you a little historical history. When <laughs> when I was a Mormon, during conference weekend, I would fire up Tweetbot or something, some app, I can't remember what it was, but it was like I could see my own Twitter stream and then I could follow like hashtags oh. and I would be like live tweeting general conference. I would be like replying oh. and like like I just had a boner the whole time. Yeah, conference boner. Yeah. And so and then obviously like as I have left the church, it's been like more and more of an effort to like disconnect from all of that and whatever. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I so mostly I don't see a lot of conference talk on my threat on my Twitter because I have muted certain words and I have unfollowed certain people. But I still see people that are like still kind of those like progmos or like newly outs and they're just like kind of still wrestling with like, oh, the church said this and they should have said this and kind of trying to call the church out, but not really. And I just want to say like, it gets so much better. It's fine. Like you can just walk away from it all. Like I get it that you feel like you've got to be involved and you got to be calling out the hypocrisy, but like, it's fine. It's part of the lie. Just move on. It's part of the lie, people. Uh, Now saying all of that tomorrow when the church comes and says some really homophobic things and then I get very drunk and post some like angry things to my Twitter store or to my Instagram stories, all bets are off. But right, right now in a clear headed place, drinking a buttery Chardonnay, I say, <laughs> walk away. Walk. What's the number one thing that Mormons are going to get tattooed now that they can get tattoos? Okay. Uh, they're, uh, <clears throat> you know how Mormons love to take lines from famous movies yes. and commandeer them? Yes. Okay. Or like the entire novel, Les Miserables. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you build it, he will come. Remember how Field of Dreams yes. was talked about in talks yes. and yes. testimony meetings. Yes. So, so that is so just that line. Just that. Is there an illustration with it, or it's just the words? Um, there might be an illustration of a temple, but it's mainly just the words. That could be really good, like a profile of the Salt Lake Temple. If you build it, he will come. Right. <gasps> I like that. Aww. Okay. Um. There you go. Is it and is it about temples? What oh, are the Mormons of course thinking? it is. Okay. It's about temples okay. and churches, building, okay. building, building, and maybe malls. <laughs> <laughs> maybe giant shopping malls. <laughs> but uh, when I was in the MTC, oh, there was a uh, instructor. She she did like large group instructions, like firesides or something. Her name was Sister Conkle. Oh God, I'm I'm. There's like a night. There's like an eighty five percent chance that she's in a lesbian relationship now, okay. and like a fifteen percent chance that like her husband is the stake president. Okay, you know what I mean? Right, I do. Yeah. And she would do these big lessons, and she was funny, and she was like a tiny bit irreverent, but not irreverent, not too irreverent for the MTC. And um, I was just obsessed with her, just in love with her the way a gay man loves, like Laura Dern. <laughs> Or Amy Adams. You or know what I mean? Sarah Bareilles and Into or the Woods. Sarah Bareilles and Into the Woods. We, a gay man loves to worship a powerful woman. Like, we love it. Yeah. Anyway, Sister Conkle, and I remember her talking about temples or something, I don't know. And I remember her saying that, like, every time the church builds a temple, it's like the Lord, like, reclaiming a little bit of the earth for himself. And I just remember being like, God damn it. That is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Like, that... Praise. Change my life. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I remember, if you build it, he will come. <clears throat> I remember an EFY once where a, a speaker in a workshop said, when, um, when the 
modern day prophets die and their spirits enter heaven, people will kneel reverently for them. Yes. The spirits will yes. kneel reverently for them the way yes. they did Peter, James, and John. Yes, yes. Yeah. I remember at EFY, <laughs> there was a kid who could play the piano really well. And he played Piano Man by Elton John. Oh. Wait, by not by Elton John, by Billy Joel. <laughs> by Billy Joel, yeah. And sang it. And I came in my pants, And it basically. was a spiritual experience. I was so in love with that young man oh, playing Piano oh, Man. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. great. <laughs> what is it about EFY? Okay, for those of you who don't it's know. It's horny teenagers. EFY means especially for youth. Uh-huh. And it is this gathering in the summertime at different colleges. Like yeah. the ones I went to started, were in Texas. Yeah, started on BYU campus, right. but then is on other campuses so all that, over. So that youth in the mission felt <coughs> could go. And hang out um, with Mormons. But it, it's like a week long. Uh-huh. And there's a dance every night. And there's it, workshops during the day. Yep, and big firesides. Yeah, and, devotionals in the morning. Yeah. And... Um, and you're you're in a like a group like you have yeah. like a group that you yes. travel with like there I don't remember what it's called I don't remember but you have like a leader for your group who's like a slightly older right like probably seventeen or eighteen year old who's kind of in charge of your group <clears throat> right. yeah anyway why was every single guy whether they were my age or it was a guy teaching a workshop seemed fuckable. <laughs> Listen. But they weren't. So I went to EFY one <laughs> time. Weren't. I went with my cousin Jeremy. I remember meeting my EFY counselor. That's what they're called. The like yeah. leader of your group is called oh, yeah. the counselor. And they're also like, they're like, so I was probably, I don't know, 14, maybe 15, like, and they're probably <clears throat> 17 or 18. So it's not like it's an adult. It's like a older pe- person who's been to EFY and now they're there as a counselor. L- like, Literally the first time I met my counselor, his name was Aaron. He was coming out of the showers, wrapped in like a low-slung towel. Shit. Cum gutters popping. Oh. Like six-pack abs. Oh, my God. And he was like, hey, I'm Aaron. I'm your counselor. And I was like, great to meet you. (laughs) Like, just... In, just enamored. Damn. Yeah. Mm. Like little 14-year-old me in love with this like 18-year-old oh, boy or whatever. Oh, I love anyway. It so much. What's Isn't your that funny? One? My number one. So it's an unconventional place to get a tattoo. I don't actually know if you can get a tattoo here, but it's on can you get a tattoo on the palm of your hand? Is it just too painful? Or is it just not a thing? You can get bad tattoos anywhere. Okay. So it's a tattoo in the on the palm of your hand. Yeah. And it says <laughs> and it says, in the hollow of thy hand. <laughs> Which, if you were a Mormon kid in the 90s, there was a like a Mormon pop song. So it wasn't really like a hymn. It wasn't like we didn't sing it in church. Yeah. But people would perform it in church, like at a missionary farewell, the song In the Hollow of Thy Hand. Do you remember the song? In the hollow of thy hand, as he grows from boy to man. This is not any nothing for you. No. Okay. I thought it went, because I thought you sang it once, like, In the Hollow of Thy Hand. No. <laughs> like it was a rat? Yes. No. In the hollow. Oh it's probably God. by Janice Cat Perry. Of course. As he grows from boy to man, let his understanding strengthen and increase. In the hollow of thy hand, princess, when a fan, when. Anyway, it was a song about missionary work, I think. Oh, okay. Not about. 
putting your dick in the hollow of your hand? No, not about fucking the holes through Jesus' hands. <laughs> As you fuck the holes oh, in his hands. Like, that's a different song. That's a different one. Anyway, well, that was probably less funny because you don't know the song. But if you knew the song, it'd be really funny to have but, a tattoo that said, in the hollow of thy hand. But I know the reference. In the palm of your hand. In the palm of your hand. As and he grows clever. from boy to man. Clever. And then it's like, they don't know you have a tattoo, but then like they're like, here's your change for your garment purchase. <laughs> and they hand you your change. And you hold out your hand, and in the palm of your hand, it says, in the hollow of thy hand. And then the garment worker is like, <gasps> like gasps. What's and your number then, two? And then, yeah. My number two is... <clears throat> Porn kills love. Yes. But the letters make the shape of a jello mold. So from <laughs> okay. afar. Okay, listen. I'm just gonna interrupt real okay. quick. If you are listening and you are a graphic designer, <laughs> if you have a Canva Pro account, <laughs> if you are an artist, <laughs> please start drawing these tattoos. Porn kills love in the shape of a jello mold. mold. So okay, the letters, go. you know, yeah. the letters make yeah, yeah, the yeah. shape. Yeah. So from afar, all you see is a jello mold. And right. you're like, ah, what a funny Mormon guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then the closer you get, it says porn kills love. And I love you're like, it. I love it. Yep. Damn. Yep. Yep. Why is jello important Where- to Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> Where would you get that tattoo? <clears throat> you probably get it on your shoulder. Like a shoulder? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Okay, so, for real, graphic designers, yeah. get your shit together. And, <laughs> and then inside, instead of like chunks of canned pears. Yeah, it's or, penises. Or mushrooms. Mar, mar, not mushrooms. Marshmallows. No. But really, guess what? There's probably a jello salad with mushrooms. <laughs> it. It's um, little tiny CTR shields. <gasps> oh, cute. Okay. Because um, choose the right and don't look at porn. Also, if you if someone listening to this designs one of these tattoos and or gets one of these tattoos, <laughs> you get to be a guest on the podcast. Yeah. You um, get to. Get to. <laughs> okay, so my number two. Okay. <clears throat> It is a piece of used chewing gum. Mm. Like the gum chewed up, the kind of crinkled wrapper next to it. Yes. And it's tattooed on your mom's pubis. <laughs> and they force you to get that if you <laughs> If you, if you uh, <laughs> ever rubbed your hand over your boyfriend's <laughs> jeans when he had a boner. Um so for those not in the oh, know, I love a hard dick inside um, of jeans. Just, uh, just a rubbing, just rubbing, committing sins. Oh my god, it's hard and muscular. And you can, it's not. There's no muscles in just, there. Just go with me. So I just want to explain the used chewing gum. Okay, cool. So in Mormonism, there, there's no muscles in the penis. No. What is it then? It's just a spongy tissue that engorges with blood. Fuck you. It's. <laughs> You think you can, like, lift weights? Don't ever say spongy tissue to me again. <laughs> okay, anyway. So go. in Mormonism, there is a... There are various object women... Object women? Object lessons that are used with young women. Never with young men. Never. We never, never heard these object lessons. <clears throat> Around the idea that, like, once you've given up your virtue, that, like, once you've started slut, slut-tober... <laughs> Once you've given a slup date a on Sluttober, da- <laughs> that you can't you can't get it back. Right. So there's one of like 
it's like you can nail holes into a board and then you can pull those nails out, but there's still holes in the board. Right, yeah. Or uh, you wouldn't want a muffin that everyone's licked. Right. Right. And they'll do these object lessons where they like bring a muffin uh-huh. And then they like lick it, and, and then, then they're, they're like, "Who wants who this wants muffin? To bite? Yeah, why not? And of course, no one does. You don't want to bite? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's weird. Well, that's what happens you when you rub your boyfriend's dick inside his jeans. You can't unchew a piece of gum, right? So that's the object lesson: is like, once a piece of gum has been chewed, it's you're, always a chewed piece of you're gum. You're garbage. And the fun thing about Mormonism, the really fun thing, is that often, especially when we were young people, these lessons also included people who were raped or abused that like that like being abused or being raped stole your virtue also and you had less worth therefore therefore as a human being so anyway so the used chewing gum is a reference for someone who's lost their virtue who wants to chew up that gum but i think it's kind of sexy on the mons pubis i like it like a chewed up piece of gum yeah yeah so anyway, so does it signify that you've had premarital sex? I don't know. I, the, here's the thing about most of my Mormon tattoos that I've come up with tonight are a little bit sexual, <laughs> and I can't imagine a Mormon getting a tattoo about sex. <laughs> but I like the idea of a chewed up piece of gum on the mons pubis. Not an actual. Maybe for a divorced Mormon woman. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so that's my number two. What's your number three? Okay, my number three is <clears throat> the golden plates open. Okay. 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 You but, know what's funny? What? The golden plates don't exist. Don't it? They literally Not, don't they, exist. They are made up. <laughs> made up in Joseph Smith's head. Right. Anyway, go ahead. So, <clears throat> so it's kind of like at an angle. So one of the open pages is pointing more towards you sure. and one okay. of the other is I can it, envision it. Okay. Yeah. And if you look graphic designers take note. Right. And if you look really, really close, like if you're sitting next to them on the couch like uh-huh. me and you, you can see that written on the golden plates is Porn Kills Love. <laughs> famous famous Mormon <laughs> scripture written down by Moroni. <laughs> Porn kills love. That seems to be all that matters, you know. That's a good one. Yeah. Graphic designers, that that one's like for our beginner graphic designers. Yeah. That one's not that hard. Easy. I feel like making the porn kills love into a jello mold, like that requires a little bit more like you have a you've had a Canva Pro <clears throat> account for more than a year. Yeah. Like you work in the graphic design industry. Mm-hmm. But like a golden plate that says porn kills love, like that's you can do that. Anyone can do that. Anybody. You so get working on that. Yeah. yeah. What's your number two? We're we're three. to number three. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my number three. This one's a little bit more conceptual. So I think it's a little bit. It's you're gonna really want to choose a really good tattoo artist for this. Mm. So what it is? It's it's a tramp stamp tattoo. So it's kind of on the lower back. Okay. Just above the butt crack. But what it is is like. So okay. So picture just above someone's butt crack. Maybe your own. Mm-hmm. Maybe a friend's. Okay. So towards the sides of the body. You can see a little bit of like a green kind of crinkly triangle. And then across the back above the butt crack is a white satin ribbon tied in a bow. <laughs> oh, God. So what it is, it's a tramp stamp right. to represent the apron the, of the holy the priesthood apron. tied but on your body. Back. Like if you were naked and you tied the right. yeah. apron, yeah. which I'm sure people listening to this podcast have done, put yeah. the apron on while naked. Yeah. 
I can think of two of them, but I'm not going to say their names. Me? No, well, you, but anyway, other friends of ours. Oh. Who live in more elevated areas. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> yes. They have worn the apron <laughs> The naked. more elevated areas. Anyway, so the tattoo is just like, just the corners of the apron, the, that green silky fabric, and then the white satin ribbon tied in a bow right above the crack. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like a tramp stamp, but it's a tramp stamp of the apron that covers Constant your nakedness. Reminder. It's com- It's complicated. Because that apron covers your nakedness. And it's a constant reminder to be modest. It's a constant reminder that uh, Russell M. Nelson has control over your genitals. Yeah. And And you you get to use them. You get to use them when and if he says you get to use them. Exactly. You want to keep going? Let's keep going. Let's just burn through this shit. Do it. Are we to number five? No, four. Wait, that was my four. One, two, three, four. Wait, what? Oh, no. I just clicked on the... Oh, no. That was my three. Sorry. I clicked on one. Okay. All right. My four... Uh-huh. ...is a Suburban. The, like the vehicle? Yeah. Okay. With, like, five kids coming out of each window. Right. So there's, like, 15 right. kids. Right. Like, screaming. Tons of parents. Yeah. Well, just two parents. Right. <laughs> Tons and, of parents. And the parents have this big, giant smile on their face. Okay. And... Um, if you look really closely, you can see that on the tires, it's written, Porn Kills Love. (laughs) This one to me is like a calf tattoo. Yeah. It's like on the back of your calf. Yeah, yeah. It's a big van. The kids are like hanging out the window with like drool flying out. Yeah. Okay. But the tread on the tires. Yeah, yeah. Porn kills love. Porn kills love. Okay, interesting. Okay, great. I like that one. I like Mm -hmm. that one. Okay. (laughs) And yours. My number four, it's once again asexual in nature, which flies in the face of Mormon. Not asexual, but A, the letter A. The letter A, parentheses, sexual. Sexual. B, once again, a reference to a great Mormon pop song from the 90s. Do you remember the missionary farewell <laughs> slash missionary homecoming slash missionary uh, song that people would sing called I Heard Him Come? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard him come. Oh, yeah. There was also swa, kind of swa, harmonies swa, happening that you could do in it as well. I saw <laughs> the swan. And then the chorus was like, and they said, Nations crawl call to, to find, find him, him. Yeah, and, and, or nations fall to find I the rivers cried. crawl to, to find fi- him. Sang, sang Mountains move just, just to let him through. Come and never leave us, and let your heart believe him. Never let your mind grow. Never let your heart love grow dim. Anyway, so just I heard him come tattooed around your belly button. Just in a circle. I cannot believe I remembered that song. No, that was really weird. A mountains move. And that's that is when the tear that is when I am just sobbing openly. Yeah, oh yeah. Just to let him openly. through. And I am just like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But just I heard him come tattooed around your belly God, button. God, I love Which, it. Which again, kind of sexual. Kind of Maybe sexual. Maybe someone's coming in your belly button. Right. But also that song was called I Heard Him Come. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh my god. Oh my god. Ah! Like that's 
I heard him oh come. <laughs> and some Mormon husband would make that joke, and the wife would go, "Quit it, Brian." <laughs> he'd be, he'd be like, "Never mind. I, yeah. I can't even." All right. Anyway, <clears throat> my number five. Okay, great. This has really been, I mean, a top five episode. <laughs> and, and a top five of our top like, five. Like, I mean, yeah, like it's this has been is, in the top five of our This has been in the top episodes. five of our episodes yeah. that are top fives. Okay. <clears throat> so this one has a little, like, perspective. Okay. Mountains move. So you, <laughs> do you know what I mean by perspective? So so you can tell that Like there's a vanishing front. point. Yes. Okay. I have heard of art. Okay. Just to let him through. The mountains literally move. <laughs> just, just to let just him through. Just to let him through. Just let him through. And, and then they I'm back. in my pew and I'm just fucking <laughs> sobbing. Sobbing. Just like. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Just spits running down my face. And, anyway. and the more I cried in those things. <sighs> right. The more I believed that that would make Mormon boys want me. Yes. You know. That Brian would want you to hear him. <laughs> okay. My number five is a baby. Okay. In perspective. Yeah. So the baby's in the foreground. In the foreground, right. Okay, so that means the front, for those of you who have never heard of art before. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and this baby is being, like, it's like being handed. You can see hands around okay. it. Okay, And in the background, it's Heavenly Father and Jesus. And, and they're handing the baby to the world. Okay. Right? Because... Okay. From the pre-existence or whatever. Right. <clears throat> and uh, and the baby this, can't be this naked. This again is advanced. If you are a graphic <laughs> artist, do not start with this one. The the perspective, right. the handing of the baby foreground. forward, but you can see God and Jesus in the background. I mean, this is complicated. Heretofore. You've got to be a good artist yeah. to do this. And so the baby can't be naked because, you know, mm-hmm. Mormons wouldn't right. do that. So it's wearing a diaper, which is stupid because... Why would Jesus give you a baby in a diaper? Right, right, right. But it is wearing a diaper, and on right. the diaper it says "Porn Kills Love." <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, I felt like I knew that's where we were going, but it was still a delight to get there. I was still delighted and surprised to get there. <laughs> but also, nations <laughs> fall to find him. The rivers crawl to, to find, find him. him. Mountains. It's a. It is wild what is locked up inside that fucked up yeah, little brain of mine. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what, wait, what is the story of this wait. <laughs> this tattoo where so, Jesus is giving so you a baby? So they're they're saying like they're helping the spirits come to earth. Oh, I see. And so Jesus uh, and Heavenly Father and right. the, but all three of them, the baby, Jesus and Heavenly Father, big giant smiles on their faces. Like <laughs> that spooky movie called Smile. Yeah. They're all just like yes! In a terrifying way. Yeah, okay, so this is happy, I fucking feel like, joyful. Smile. I feel like this is the mo- one of the most advanced drawing challenges. It will the because smiling, of the smile. Yeah, the smiling and the yeah. perspective, and also fitting that on the diaper. That's not easy. Well, it's going to be one of those things. Like, wait a minute, is there is there something written on? That is it diaper? like printed on the waistband of a diaper, like BVDs, or is it like in the folds of the diaper? It spells porn right kills love. Front panel, just right on there. Right, yeah. Like uh, Huggies put it there. <laughs> Huggies new porn kills <laughs> yes. love diapers. Okay. And when the baby pees, it gets bold. It turns into porn. Bold face. <laughs> no, that's no, that's fucked up. No, that's wrong. Yeah. That's very wrong. <clears throat> okay, my number five. Um, 
It is, okay, so you remember the Mormon prophet, Spencer W. Kimball, you've heard of him. I sure fucking have. And you remember in the 90s how there was a Mormon urban legend that he had been the inspiration for Yoda in the Star Wars movies. Yes, yes. Because the, because the story goes that... If he that builds it, he will come. This, yeah, the story goes, if he builds it, he will come. <clears throat> the story goes that the, the, like, the conceptual artist at Lucasfilms who was developing the character of Yoda. This is all complete fabrication, mm-hmm. but that like literally people would bear their testimony about, or your seminary teacher would tell you the story. Yeah. But the was trying to find a picture of like a wise, kind old man to base this picture of Yoda off of. And they found Spencer Kimball. So you got to have that in the back of your mind. <clears throat> Yoda, he's passe. We're over Yoda, whatever. Right. He did that spinny fight in the one Star Wars movie. We're bored. Yeah. Who do we love now? Baby Yoda. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the, so the tattoo, and I think this is like a forearm <clears throat> tattoo. It's Baby Yoda from season one of The Mandalorian when he's standing in a robe holding like a cup of hot soup. But his face is Spencer Kimball. Okay. So it's Spencer Kimball as Baby, Baby Yoda, Yoda holding the cup. <laughs> yeah. But the cup is labeled hot cocoa. Right. Because we don't want anyone to think that Spencer sure. Kimball is drinking coffee. Right. So Baby Yoda, Spencer Kimball, hot, hot cocoa, cocoa standing there. Okay. Like on your forearm. Yeah. I kind of want to get that one. That- but not with Spencer Kimball. I kind of want to get a Mormon tattoo now. No. Like a like funeral potatoes on my ankle. Like Stop a it. nine by thirteen of funeral potatoes <laughs> on my ankle. <laughs> what if I just got the t- what if I got a tattoo and it was just of the garment symbols, but like in their Masonic form? So like a compass, a, a square, whatever the other two lines are. How can we make it dirty? Well, they're like literally tattooed on my hairy man so, nipples. No, well, I think the compass is a bussy. No, I think it's got to be the actual, like an actual, like metal compass. Like I'm the bored. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What if I got, what if I just got, what if I got, um, yeah, what, what if, what if, if I got, what if I had lines <laughs> tattooed on me as though I was wearing garments? Oh. Just like where the garments would be, like a waistband. Yeah. But the lines <laughs> were a leather harness. I don't know. I'm just spitballing oh. here. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll work on that. Anyway, this has really been a great episode. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm um, sure you say that at the end of every episode. Well, I just want people to know that what they've listened to is great. <laughs> In case there's any confusion. In case there's any doubt. I also want to say, you might have heard an ad <clears throat> on this episode. I mean, you did, because I put it into the recording. I don't know what ad I put in, but I think it was one about the Patreon. <laughs> so if you heard that, you should sign up for the Patreon. And yeah. I also want to point out that we just realized <laughs> we have not posted jack shit to the Patreon for like two full months. Is that true? Log on right now. The last thing we posted was like July 30th, oh, and it man. is now October 1st. <sighs> so we're so sorry, Patreons. Thank you for not canceling your memberships. Oh, I'm logged into my personal patreon oh, where right. i follow fan art oh i also have a personal patreon where you follow naughty not so i do Ford. follow one that's naughty art and one that's a podcast about the x-men nice a slobbery dick sucking yeah um anyway so patrons <clears throat> we're sorry but thank you for your support that his face is a little weird cover up his face i just <laughs> want to see his abs and his dick these are just drawings <laughs> anyway so patrons thank you um, for sticking around. Thank you for believing in us when we didn't have the courage to believe in ourselves. <laughs> um...
we're still recording a podcast. Can you quit looking at porn? God, Jesus. Okay, so you have a couple of assignments this week. Number one, sign up for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot drinks. You can pay as little as $3 a month, for which you get nothing because we don't record things. But we're gonna, we're gonna we're this month. Gonna, we're gonna. This month. We'll, we're gonna. <coughs> and what, and how can we make them believe that we're going to? If we, d- oh shit, my cat. If we don't <laughs> post any Patreon content this month, then I, then Sister Twain will post a picture of her hole. One of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Could be her ear hole. It'll be a hole on her body. Yeah. Number two, the, your number two assignment for this week, please go draw some Mormon tattoos <clears throat> and send them to us. <clears throat> send them to us on our Instagram, which is hot drinks. <clears throat> Let's do it. Number three, if you have a lozenge or like a humidifier <laughs> that Sister Twain, that you could recommend to Sister Twain, send that our way. Yeah. And number four, if you're local and a gay man and you want to be a slut with me, reach out. I'm working on being a slut. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. Sister Twain is full on looking on at illustrated fairy <laughs> porn right now. So I'm going to wrap the episode up. Thank you for listening. <clears throat> thank you for being former Mormons. Yes, thank you. Thank you, you for having tattoos. Yeah. And thank you for hearing him come. (laughs) Brian.